actress Katherine Heigl, a passionate animal advocate who has saved over 16,000 dogs, says she's been seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. She believes there's a link between canine health and diet. After extensive research, she developed Superfood Complete, a dog food pack with over 30 wholesome ingredients, including superfoods beneficial for your furry friend. Superfood Complete isn't just about deliciousness, though dogs love the taste. It's about supporting overall well-being. In addition to providing a healthy option for your pet, Badlands Ranch, the maker of Superfood Complete, also supports the Jason DeBus Heigl Foundation, which helps rescue countless dogs and find them loving homes. Dogs across America are trying this food and loving it. Go to BadlandsRanch.com slash MC901 and order right now to get up to 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to BadlandsRanch.com slash MC901 today. This episode, I'm going to have a pretty wide range of calls. The emotions you'll feel from this one are going to be as varied as the calls themselves. You're definitely going to feel it. And you'll feel what a dispatcher might feel when they get some of these on the phone. I'll tell you up front that the details of most of what I have today, they're right in line with what you might get if you're a dispatcher which isn't very much at all. We take call after call, and on a lot of them, the most we might find out is maybe there was a report taken or that there was an arrest or a citation given. Most dispatchers won't get deep into the details of what occurred. Not necessarily because we don't want to know. We just might not have the access to it or, truth be told, we might not have time to find out what happened in depth. Once we hang up, the phones are usually still ringing. And just like in this episode, you'll never know what the next caller is going to say. Welcome back to Music City 911. Hello, I'm calling because um, someone left uh, the baby like in the toilet seat, I guess, and I don't know, I can't go to the woman's restroom, but there's a... It's it's What's the address? Do you know that? Okay, you said it. Yes. And what's going on there? Well, customers were just telling us that they heard a baby crying, and then I told one of our staff members to go inside the restroom, and I guess I, well, the baby's just there. 
The baby's alone. The baby's alone, like nobody is with the baby? Yeah, like no, nobody's in there. The baby's just... Okay, there's no parent around at all? Huh? There's no parent it's at like, all? No, it's just the feeding the toilet. It, it doesn't move. Like someone How tried to put it inside the toilet. Like, it's not even ready to be at the... Okay, so, sir, is the baby in the toilet? Sir, can you hear me? Oh, yeah, it's it's not, it's, it wasn't even ready to be born. It's just, it's just there. Like, everything's on the toilet. Like, the guts, everything, the... Okay, is the baby still alive? No, it's dead. It's already dead. Okay. It's like it's yeah, it looks dead. It doesn't move. Just... Yeah, how did you guys hear him crying? If... Well, the customers told us. Customers were telling us that baby was crying. Okay, how long ago did the customer say that? Like, like three, four minutes ago. Okay, I'm going to get the fire department on the line with us. One minute. Awesome. Fire department, what's the other emergency? Hi, fire. It's Amanda with Phoenix CD. We're rolling hot. Uh Uh, they just found a baby inside the toilet. It appears to not be breathing. I have caller on the line. Okay, can I get the no other one? Ma'am, anybody caller? Sir, are you there? Sir? Yeah. All right, can I get the other one more time? Sir. Okay, are you with the the child? Oh, are you? The, okay. the child is inside the toilet. Okay, well, we need to. Okay. So somebody needs to get the child out of the toilet, and we need to start CPR. Okay. Do we know what happened? No, we don't know what happened. I can't even get that guy Okay. So get 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 something clean that you can lay the baby on on her back. We've got help coming. Does it look like it, somebody gave birth? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But kinda, yeah. Okay. Okay, can somebody get the child out and lay it on the ground so, and put something underneath it so it's clean and then we can start CPR? Well, who, who, who's going to take care of the baby? That's what I'm saying. No one should take it out. Okay, somebody needs to do something to help the child. So get some gloves on, get something, and then grab the child out and put it on something clean. Katie, how close are you guys? All right, can somebody do that? Let me look. Okay. Sir, we need somebody to pull. Sí, sí, puede alguien puede sacar el bebé y ponerlo en el piso. No one's willing to do CPR to help the baby. The baby's dead. We're probably about five minutes out fire. Okay. All right. We don't know what's happening until we try to do something. So, can we try to put the pull the baby out and then do CPR? The baby, it was in water, 
when it came out. So let's just try to do CPR. Can somebody pull out the baby and put it on the ground? Can somebody do that, sir? Well, no one's looking forward to doing it. Okay, there's no one there that is willing to do it? No. Nah. Can you just make sure nobody goes inside then? Yeah. Did, and did anybody see anybody leaving the bathroom? Well, no, it's just, it's just our staff members. Is there blood inside the toilet? There's... Right. Sir, can you make sure no one, if there's anybody else that's working there, anybody that's willing to do something to help the no, child? There's no, there's no one willing to. Okay. All right, so did anybody see anybody leaving the bathroom? No, the bathroom is it's empty right now. We took everyone out. Well, there was no one inside when we were here. Oh, and no one noticed anybody leaving? Or the yeah, last no person there in there? Okay. Yeah, no one noticed. Okay. All right, so just make sure that the that no one can make entry into that bathroom. I'm assuming it's the women's restroom? Yeah. Okay. All right, we've got the fire department's about a minute out. When was when did uh someone find the child? How long ago? Like, like six minutes. Okay, and sir, do you guys have cameras there? Yeah, we do. Okay. All right. So, and it's just she's. Is it a? Can you tell if it's a he or she? Oh no, I'm a. I'm a try. I'm a try my best to to get it out, but. Oh, okay, I so just use a towel or something. Use a towel or something and get it out on the on the floor. Right. Help's coming as fast as they can, but we need to do something while they're in route. Okay. Fire looks like we're. Oh, yeah, we're, 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 yeah, we're, yeah, we're taking the baby out right now. Okay. Okay, you're taking it. Okay. Right, Are you, yeah, is the fire department there or the police? Yeah. That's the police and the fire department. They're both there. They're both there? Okay. Alrighty, yeah. just let's just clear everybody out so they have room to work. Thank you. All right. Okay. Due to a slight language barrier and also the poor quality of the microphone on the telephone, it was a bit hard to tell what was going on there at first. Even the dispatcher didn't hear what the caller said initially, saying they heard a baby crying and then they found it in a toilet. As I said before playing the call, this one and all the rest, there aren't a lot of details. I'll give what I have, though. This all happened in March of last year. Security video from inside the McDonald's showed a woman, from the look of her, either a female Hispanic or female white, with dark or brown hair, and dyed blonde at the bottom, wearing a black or dark Calvin Klein shirt, black pants, and sandals, walking into the McDonald's there in Phoenix, and then into a bathroom. A few minutes later, she walks back out. Both when she walked inside and back out, she was very casual about it. Seriously, she looked like she was calm. Customers reported hearing a baby crying in the bathroom, 
when workers went to investigate, they found a very small baby in the toilet. From the sound of the call, it seemed like the afterbirth was also present. Paramedics and police got to the scene, and the baby was not alive. CPR was attempted, but it was too late. As the caller said, the baby was very small. Medical examiner, they believe the mother was only around 24 to 26 weeks along in her pregnancy when this happened. They were also unable to determine if the baby was alive at any point or stillborn, though the medical examiner did say that if it was alive, the cause of death would likely be drowning. This happened almost 10 months ago, and the woman in question still hasn't been located or even identified. I'll try to get pictures up on social media of this woman, and if you have any information about this, please contact Phoenix Police Department. 911, do you need police, fire, or medical? Medical immediately. Okay, Go to the car. Location. Uh, right in front of Trotwood Park. Okay. There's two people down. There was. Excuse me. What's going on? There was a lightning strike by the tree, and two people are down from. I assume the lightning strike. Stay on the line. I'm gonna get you over to medical. Okay. This is some of the medical transfer Trotwood Park, 701 Northern Way, reference to a lightning strike. Yes. Can you repeat the location? In front of Trotwood Park where the school um, trail is. But, uh, walk through in the school trail. What happened? Uh, there was a lightning strike and two people are down. Did it strike the person? I don't know. It was lightning. That was a short clip of the first 911 call that came in about this. There was one more, also a very short clip I'll play now. 911, you need police, fire, or medical? Shotwood uh, Field, someone got struck by lightning. Okay, what's the address? Winter Springs, Shotwood Park. Uh, it's by the crossing guard. They got struck by lightning? Yes. A big bolt came down, she fell on the floor. Okay. <laughs> All right, we got the call in, okay? Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Bye. I'll tell you right now that lightning strikes are extremely rare in dispatch. And even with those, most of those called in are because their house or business gets hit by lightning. Even more rare are people who get struck by it. The numbers are also very random being no one knows where and when lightning is going to strike. You'll find a wide range of numbers online regarding this, but on average, somewhere between 100 and 300 people are struck one way or another by lightning in America, and only about 10% of those die. And even with that, most strikes that are harmful, they're not direct strikes like you would imagine. Something like standing in a field being the tallest point in the field. Injuries that occur... A lot of them are indirect strikes that happen on the inside of buildings. Someone's house gets struck and either the person inside is affected by the strike itself or there's some sort of damage to the house and that causes injury. The deaths, as I said, they're extremely rare. Only 11 people died of lightning strikes in America in 2021. The calls we just listened to, 
a mother, her 10-year-old daughter, and their dog were all struck. Unfortunately, the mother died, but after being taken to hospitals, the 10-year-old and the dog both survived. This next call, I'm going to give a slight bit of info on it before I play it. The call in its original state, the caller was very hard to hear on the recording. So much so that even with my playback set up at home, I couldn't even tell very much of what was being said. Because of this, I believe it would be nearly impossible to hear while listening to this episode, and it would sound almost like a one-way conversation. Because of that, I decided to really boost the audio of the caller. So keep in mind that when the dispatcher was getting this call in the first time, it was much more quiet than what you're going to be hearing. Now, one one, I may help you. Hello. Hello, ma'am. Do you have any emergency? Yeah. What's going on? On harvest. Okay. Do you live in an apartment or is this a home? Oh, okay. What's well? What's going on? They shot my boyfriend. They keep shooting outside, but I don't know if they're still here. I'm scared because they're still shooting outside. Please hurry, please. I don't know where they are now. Oh, they're still shooting. They're still shooting. Yes, hurry, please. They're coming back. They're coming back. Oh, they're coming back in. Who's coming back in? The guys. Please hurry, come on. You hear? Someone else is screaming now. No, that's him shooting in the house. What do you hear now? Nothing. I don't know if they're up there. I'm too scared. I hear sirens coming. Thank you. My boyfriend is on the floor. He's shot in the tongue. Is he breathing? Is he breathing? Yeah, he's still breathing. He's still breathing. Hold on, baby. Hold on, please. We have help on the way, okay? I have the officer right around the corner. It's okay, baby. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. They're here. Okay. They're here. Right here. Come in here. Come here. Watch the feet. Okay, they're here with me, okay? You're there? Okay. You did a great job, ma'am. Good luck. This shooting happened on January 16th of this year at around 3.30 a.m. It would be one thing if it were just one male victim they were saying that was shot in the stomach. When deputies got to the scene, they located two victims outside. Once they entered the home, they found four more. This wasn't some random act of violence either. This was a calculated hit by what has been described as cartel gang members. That early morning there in Goshen, California, two men exited a vehicle and entered the house, then started shooting. They were there specifically for one person, 52-year-old Eladio Perez Jr. He was immediately murdered. But apparently, that wasn't the only person they were there to kill. The plan was to kill everyone in the house. Going from room to room, they shot anybody they could see. Among the other victims were 19-year-old Marcos, 50-year-old Jennifer, and also 72-year-old Rosa. Rosa was executed by being shot in the head while she was kneeling beside her bed. 16-year-old Alyssa managed to escape the house. 
Security footage has been released of her running out of the house and down her driveway with her 10-month-old son, Nicholas, in her arms. A privacy-type fence was bordering her driveway, and she ran over to the fence and hoisted the baby over the top of it and dropped him to the ground before she went to scale the gate at the front of the driveway. Just as she was hitting the ground, one of the gunmen appears in frame and shoots her. He continues around and finds the 10-month-old baby and killed him too. Both mother and child shot in the head. Exact details haven't been extensively released regarding this, but a drug war is the main suspicion, along with a long-lasting feud between families. The main target of this, he wasn't squeaky clean though. Just a week prior, a search warrant was served at the house that this shooting took place in, where they ended up finding drugs, and Eladio was arrested. He was out at this time on bond. Three more people were there, the caller that you heard on the phone, and one more person in a trailer close by the house, and the one that was shot in the stomach they were tending to. He is expected to survive. The suspects in this, 35-year-old Angel Uriarte and 25-year-old Noah Beard, have been arrested and are awaiting trial. I really wish I had a little bit more info on this call, but as I said, there's not been a lot released yet. I'm guessing that once the trial approaches, we'll start to find out a little bit more. And the last call, since the first three have been pretty bad, I thought I'd try to end on a little bit of a lighter note. Madison, can I one? Hi, uh, where are the two dumbasses that got caught uh, trying to... Uh, bring some stuff through your border and all your cops are just driving around us like a bunch of jack wagons. I just really would like you guys to end it. If you guys, if you could help me out with that, we just like to get, get on with it. So you got caught doing what? Ah, uh, God. Okay. Um, we kind of got boots here trying to bring some stuff across your Idaho border. Okay. And, uh, yeah, a bunch of your cops driving around a bunch of civilian cars just not want to pick us up. I don't know what's, what's the deal. I was just wondering if you could help us out and just end it. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe call one of them. I don't know. It's getting cold out here, man. I just want to get warm and just get on with this whole thing. So. Okay. Where, where are you at right now? University Boulevard, right next to the gas station in Applebee's. But all your all your buddies are around us, so if you can help us out, it'd be great. Okay. All right. And is it just you, or is there anybody else with you? Uh, it's me and my buddy that I brought with me, and then we have a dog that we're gonna bring back to its owner. But um. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's a really nice dog. She's not mean. She was a bull, so. Oh, okay, cool, okay. She's really cold in the car. She can use some food, too, so. Okay. Yeah, and what, what was your name, man? Uh, it's Leland. Leland, okay. All right, hold on just one second. Okay, stay on the phone with me. All right, thank you. Nice guy. You know what I mean? Jump in the air and put my heels by. Do you guys have any, like, guns or weapons or anything yeah, on you at all? Yeah, we don't have any of that story with us. Okay, cool. Snack and stuff, so. <laughs> All right. No, I just want to make sure that just they're, they're just curious. So. Yeah, yeah. We tried walking away from the car a couple of times, and I've been worried. We tried waving them down. It didn't work, so I don't know what's going on here. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, I, I do have... I
do have one of my uh, marked units. He's on his way over there, so he said he's on his way to meet you. So. All right, thank you. These geniuses, or as they call themselves, dumbasses, were trying to transport 20 pounds of marijuana from Las Vegas to Bozeman, Montana. They decided to extensively sample their product, and because of such, believed that undercover police were following them, which apparently they weren't. Deciding to give up, that's when they stopped their car in Rexburg, Idaho, and decided to call the police there. Once they arrived, police found the two of them on the side of the road with a dog crate full of 20 pounds of weed. They were both arrested and charged with one felony count each of trafficking marijuana. One of the two was initially issued a five-year prison sentence, but that was suspended and changed to five years of probation and 30 days in jail. The other, he didn't fare quite as well, but not because of just this. On his sentencing day, he was drug tested and found to have marijuana, cocaine, and oxycodone in his system. With his inability to not do drugs before sentencing, the judge levied a one and a half to eight year term in prison. To quote one of my favorite comedians, Ron White, you can't fix stupid. That's going to be it for this episode. Keep running with the five star ratings and reviews. They're really getting good and I'm enjoying reading them. Also, follow the show on all social media. And this week, I'll highlight specifically Instagram. I'd like to bump up those numbers just a bit. So if you're on Instagram, be sure to give me a follow so you can see pics from some of the calls I've highlighted on the show. Until next time, for Music City 911, I'm Brandon, and y'all have a good one.